Welcome back to Shiva in Conversation with Shakti, Part One. So this I have scripted in the format of a conversation. So Shakti will be asking questions to Shivaya, and Shivaya explaining each and everything to Shakti. Now the conversation started this way. And by the way, the source which I took this conversation is from Shiva Puran, and also, um, and also from Keto Upanishad. I'll uh, tell you this about later. Now Shakti will ask to Shivaya. Shivaya, you have taught me sixty-four tantras several years ago. Um, the universe that you have created billions of years ago, which are undergoing several changes, and uh, like I want to learn about what actually you guys. So Shakti will address Shiva as Kala Purusha. Kala Purusha is God of the one who is the God of time. So Shiva is the God of time. Now Shiva will reply to this. Um, Question posted by Shakti is: See, Shakti, according to human beings, yuga means time period. Earth is a minuscule of the entire universe created by me. Yuga actually means infinite time, that time which can never be comprehended by a human. But for people understanding, our twenty-eight rishis divided the Mahayuga into four divisions or four sub-yugas, which are called Satya, Treta, Dwapara, Kali Yuga, and together this is called Mahayuga, which has around four lakh three twenty thousand years. But what did our scientists do? Our scientists have proved the age of the universe, which is about thirteen point eighty billion years, which is an estimation. But the Truth is incomprehensible only to Shiva, Shakti, and Rishis. Only they know the age of universe. So the universe has been created with an intent where it should continuously evolve. Now Shakti will ask to Shivaya. Then why do people talk about Kali Yuga as a dark age? There is a perception that over a period of time the quality of yugas gets worse. Is this true? Shivaya will say. Yes, unfortunately, I designed that way to refine the spirits and souls. Now you must understand, guys, that that you must understand that there exist spirit, souls, and bodies, which I, which Shiva will be explaining to Shakti. So when Shiva created human beings, he gave sixth sense, which is meant to look within. So sixth sense, we call it as a pineal gland or Agni Chakra or the third eye. Now sixth sense is what incubation. So one should look within, because Shiva is omnipresent and he is present in the sixth sense or within a human being. So he has endowed a human mind with exclusive capacity to create, organize, and research. And these is these are called intelligence. So now one can be liberated only if he is able to maintain right equilibrium between mind, intellect, and prana. Prana is breath. Now Shakti will ask ki. Shivaya, can you please explain to me the difference between mind, intellect? Well, uh, Shiva will say say uh, a statement saying that mind is something like this: sankalpa vikalpatmakam manaha. So sankalpa means decision, vikalpatmakam means indecision. So mind is an uncertain because we are always uh, see many times. People get into depressive and oppressive modes because they simply use their mind to find a solution. And mind is known as subtle, earthly attached body because it only cares about the emotions. It only cares about the relationships that are only on the earth. So mind takes decision 
based on the sensory organs so mind is a dependent in nature which is attached to the sensory inputs and not it is which is not a multi dimensional in nature so when people fill up their minds with multiple useless things it loses its functionality its vitality which leads to depression self pity anger pride and frustration right now also you have to realize that uh the difference between a mind and intellect intellect is stated in this way intellect is nothing but uh which is buddhi this is uh, stated as nishchayatmika buddhi which is certain it is stable in form okay now we all know uh very well that god is omnipresent isn't it and nothing in this universe will move without him from macrocosm to microcosm is everywhere now you need to realize that the god is within but it will take uh you know it will take more lifetimes to realize that see um there is a difference again between between the self realization and liberation so anyone who has that will power will be able to realize shiva or the supreme within themselves through sincerity through devotion through constant pursuit perseverance and trust in faith of god now shakti will ask the question again saying that shivaya what is the difference between spirituality and devotion well shiva is uh, shiva says that devotion is dvaita which is dual in nature see because people devotion is all about people regard themselves as separated from the god that is why they worship god in a idol form and they always care about the decoration part or they always care about the format of the rituals but they don't understand that the god is within so here the dvaita or the duality indicates that human being see god has something separated from them and this is because of the maya or or an illusion so a person who gets attached to his senses and his mind afflicts with his sensory inputs so he is not so he is always he always sees the god is something different from him or separated from him okay now and also shiva continues saying that at time you know after some point of time or when his time is right he will transform or move away from external he will transform or, or move away from external worship and shift to mantra japa now shakti will ask you how does this mantras work now shiva will say again to shakti shakti you know what is mantra but still i will explain you alphabets are originated from you shakti alphabets when organized or arranged properly they create certain vibrations in mind that arise through prana or breath so when you chant om so you are prolonging m isn't it so you can feel that m vibe om vibe in your ajna chakra or the third eye chakra so after few rounds of chant you will forget the mantra and it gets absorbed by consciousness which will purify your mind and take you to another level of consciousness now here ar shivaya explains the level of consciousness and here also he clearly depicts or tells the difference between spirit soul and a body now a spirit will contain third level of consciousness which is the upper level consciousness while the soul will contain the middle level consciousness while the body will contain lower level consciousness which is always attached to the worldly emotions now so this is how a mantra should be used so this mantra through this mantra uh, chanting one can purify their mind and can transform it to higher dimension which is intellect and through intellect you can um, 
and transform into the pure consciousness okay so hence shiva addresses shakti has shiva gnana pradhayini means uh, to know shiva one should first seek shakti to know shakti one should first become shiva this is what this statement clearly depicts shiva gnana pradhayini means shiva gnana means the knowledge pradhayini means the one who gives so the one who gives the knowledge of shiva is the shakti so without shakti's permission you can't um, you know um, get contact to shiva or without uh, shiva's permission you can't get uh, contact to shakti in this way now shiva explains um, the way shiva explains about how shiva and shakti are one or inseparable so he says this way when a man and woman unite sperms pushed by prana or breath to interact with an egg out of several million sperms produced only one is able to unite with the egg and which is known as zygote which consists of of course both uh, parents of the dna right now the moment zygote is formed the prana which pushed the sperm to uh, unite with the egg forms a a uh, protective membrane around the zygote now shiva explains this to shakti to uh, make her understand that shiva is a zygote while shakti is that protective layer around the zygote so he says that he is a spirit and shakti is the energy of that spirit and that is how they remain always together inseparable and eternal that is why there is a statement or a sloka in shivananda lahari saying that shiva shaktiyai aikya roopini shiva shakti aikya means united roopinis in the form so they are always in an adhanalishwara form so shiva is capable of creating universe only when united with shakti otherwise he is incapable now shiva is called as parabrahman and shiva is the intention while shakti is parashakti she is the manifestation of that intention of our shivaya wait for the part 2 of shiva shakti conversation because this is going to get interesting stay tuned i hope you really liked it